Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Welcome back, my friends, to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. If you are in need of a good, solid laugh today, then I have just the episode for you. Doing something a little different today with a very lighthearted and fun podcast episode about dating as the menstruation queen and how somehow in some magical, mythical way I have brought in the most uh, amazing human being into my life through this exact practice, through the things that I talk about so much here on this podcast. In a moment here, you'll hear a really fun, impromptu interview between myself and my partner, Robert. And for the record, none of this was scripted. These were questions he didn't know about ahead of time. And in it, I asked him questions like, what is it like to date the menstruation queen? (laughs) I asked him what he honestly thought when I first told him what I do for work. Um, I asked him questions about how he is so self-aware and kind and compassionate around my cycle, and I mean, frankly, just how he is such a remarkable human being. But why is all of this relevant? Because it's it's fun to hear this this interview, and certainly it's mostly us laughing. But this is also relevant for anyone that feels like they are seeking that dream relationship, or that relationship where they feel like they can be 100% authentic and still be completely loved, respected, and seen. I hope that you take this interview as a reminder that the more inner healing you do, the more your external reality shifts. There have been so many different layers to my healing journey, as is there always present. And the more I've done this healing journey, the more I've seen how I attract different kinds of people into my life. And so the fact that I have attracted a man as amazing as this into my life really allows me, I suppose, to see that my efforts are working (laughs) and that it is possible. This is the kind of love that I have dreamed about my entire life, and it feels so nourishing and so beautiful to finally feel like I have it and it's within reach, and it really is just as special as I could have ever imagined. This is also a reminder that If you've ever been told you're too picky, you want too much, your dreams are too big, maybe you should just narrow it down a little bit, really hear these words, and that is, don't settle. You are capable and powerful enough to have anything you desire in this world. So by staying really true to the things that you know you desire, that is what will allow you to manifest the dream relationship you do want. You will magnify an incredible human being into your life that loves you. So... To all those people that have told you your dreams are too big, maybe you're asking for too much, love them, but don't take their words to heart. So if I can do this, my friend, then you can do it as well. So here we go. A very silly, funny interview. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on this at the end of the episode. And maybe this could even be something you listen to with your partner if they're interested in learning how they can support you in your cycle or simply hear a very different format of an interview. Enjoy. Hi, Robert. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Cassandra. Thanks for having me on. It's so great. <laughs> I was just telling you that um, you should be very honored. You're the first man to ever be on the podcast. Oh, don't, don't, don't lie to me. Don't say sweet things like that. <laughs> you can go back and listen to all 80-something <laughs> episodes to verify. I do have a bit of a backlog, don't I? <laughs> 
so I I'm intrigued to see how this goes but I've been amazed at how much my life has transformed since meeting you you are obviously an amazing man and I'm so grateful to call you my partner I thought it would be fun for everyone to get a first-hand experience um, into what it's like to date the menstruation queen you would be the expert in that right now right now (laughs) no No, like like this this flavor of the month (laughs) no so I'm curious when we first met what is it I told you I did for a living all right so if I remember we were on a walk um, had amazing coffee, and you said you dealt specifically with hormones and hormone therapy. Mm-hmm. And how did you feel about that? I mean, I don't think it was like so much a feeling like a guest, <laughs> like how dare she? But I, you know, it was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I have no idea what that means. Right. Um, so maybe I left it a bit on the vague Big, side. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, had I told you that I was the menstruation queen maybe you wouldn't have called me uh yeah i absolutely would have <laughs> it was really good coffee <laughs> like hey what was that place again <laughs> thanks you're so sweet <laughs> <laughs> so after our first date though supposedly you um wanted to find a picture of me mm-hmm. and so you had the grand idea to search me on instagram and what is it you discovered in your instagram searches yeah, so so I um, Instagram like searched your name and found out your your title on there, <laughs> the menstruation queen. I'm like, okay, maybe that's her. <laughs> Saw a picture, like, yep, that's her. That is absolutely her. So I just kept scrolling through the posts and I'm like, this is getting more and more interesting. <laughs> Did you learn anything? Yeah, I actually learned quite a bit. Actually, you can talk about our our lunch or breakfast that one or dinner. Yeah, dinner that one day. Pick a meal. Yeah, I can't remember. It was. <laughs> so you learned a lot <clears throat> both about women's cyclical health but also that um that's what i did for a living mm-hmm. yeah i was i was very informed <laughs> just going through and reading the post like oh that's what a menstrual cup looks like oh okay that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so honestly was it strange or off-putting in any way for you no not really then again i'm I don't know, you know this. I'm not like a lot of guys where I find that, like, you know, the idea of women's health um, off-putting. Like, I mean, let's be honest. You couldn't date me if you did. Oh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, nope, don't talk about work. Let's not talk about anything that's interesting to you. Like, right. Yeah. God bless you. I'm often like, guess what? My cycle is doing this right now. And you're like, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, please tell me more. I don't know what that means. These are words. Those were words. So it wasn't necessarily off-putting. It was more so just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, actually, it was very informative, and I was actually really intrigued. I wanted to learn more because you know you don't you don't hear about that. You don't like no one talks about, it, especially growing up as a guy. Like mm-hmm. it's no one talks about it. No women talk about it. It's very hush hush. It's very um, taboo. I guess is the the right word. Did your mom ever talk about it or? Do you remember like your early like high school girlfriends talking about it? Not even a little bit. I think pretty much everything I learned was either from other guys or from like um, doing like research in, in health scenarios or um, when I was going to school doing stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Not no one, no actual person is like, you know, this is what it means. And like, 
I think you're unique, though, because a lot of men have very um, defined oppositions to it or they're like adamantly um, against, well, not against, but they have large opinions about menstruation. How dare you be a woman? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. It kind of sometimes feels that way Um, because it's obviously a natural bodily process and it's a beautiful thing, but it's interesting to me that without any education, you still were able to stay fairly neutral in that it's a process and that's that's as simple as it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't... uh... I never had any issues. I never really thought it was anything more than just natural, just, you know, just another thing. Yeah. You know, I learned an interesting thing in dating, and that is that people Google you, apparently. Mm -hmm. So I had a number of people, um, well, not a number, but (laughs) I had some people um, Google me, I guess. And so when they realized what I do for a living, they, they didn't... They didn't find that attractive or that was just strange to them. And I think that's part of the the beautiful thing about having a polarizing uh, job in the world or personality. You quickly know if someone's right for you or not. And so when I found out you had Instagrammed me at first, I was a bit nervous thinking, oh, no, I really liked this guy. Oh, past tense? (laughs) Moved on to the past tense already? really like (laughs) this guy. And yeah, what if he... uh, isn't open to someone that is in a a more unconventional line of work. I'm sorry, repeat the question. (laughs) It was no question. (laughs) I didn't think so. (laughs) I was waiting for one. Um, Yeah, I I didn't feel the need to Google you. Um, You said you worked in... You still haven't Googled me. I still haven't. I probably won't. There's lots of dirt. I'm just kidding. You know I'm not on social media because of my work. um, So I don't don't get on there. I don't really find it very healthy or edifying. So I don't really do it. Um, So I I didn't feel the need to, you know, go out and see what what other people post about you or what other, you know, what you say about yourself. The raving reviews. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there are some. There's got to be like stars up there somewhere. (laughs) Six, seven. What, what are you up to? Like seven stars? I bet yeah. That's about right. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I never really felt the need to, just because I'd rather hear who you are from you and get you know firsthand experience instead of like figuring it out, you know, third hand, fourth hand. I don't know. Is the internet fourth hand? I feel like it's fourth hand. At least. At least <laughs> maybe sixth hand. Like somebody's cousins of a cousin. It gets yeah. complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that? You were attracted to someone that's really ambitious? Yeah, I'd probably say I was. I mean, am. Uh, so there's, th- there is something about, you know, somebody who has the motivation to get out and work and put effort in and show up every day and is just driven, you know, has, has the passion to get up and do something and make something and, you know, plan and think and... You know, th- that is that is extremely attractive quality that I find in you. Mm, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I found, though, that some people are intimidated to date ambitious women. And maybe that's because an ambitious woman is something you can't really contain in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're probably going to have really big ideas and goals and values. But that doesn't sway you. No, absolutely not. I, I don't think it would be, I don't think our relationship would be as interesting or motivating if you weren't as ambitious as you are you know i have goals and i want somebody who's going to push me to those goals and somebody Mm -hmm. that i could be a part of their life and help them with their goals we do have pretty amazing goals together Mm -hmm. that 
I've never really experienced before. Um, like we, we both want big, amazing things in this world. Right. So I'm really intrigued, Robert, because you weren't taught anything about cycles. And yet when I have been on my cycle around you, I've only been met with the most love and adoration and thoughtfulness and kindness. How did you know to do these things? Well, uh, did you lot... Google it? No, I didn't. Well, okay. <laughs> Guilty. I did Google some stuff and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. But, um, a lot of it's taking cues from you. And, you know, picking up on, you know, how you're acting, how you're feeling, you, know, you feel like you're tired, you just want to relax, you want to, you know, rest and just picking up on those cues and be like, you know what, today, you know, what, like, fuck all those plans, we're going to go do something <laughs> else, okay? Like, we're just going to sit at home, we're going to sit on the couch, we're going to watch rom-coms all night. <laughs> you have, you've been very kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've led me on to some pretty good ones. So, um, so doing that and just making sure you're taken care of. Uh, I did, it, as you're aware, I don't know if this is, you know, something you're going to touch on, but I did Google, um, you know, what are some good foods for, you know, for when you're on your cycle? Um, what are some good things to eat? And I got a lot of like information back and I, I can't remember exactly what it is at the moment, but it was like, you know, lots of iron, um, you know, vitamin D, um, you know, different vitamins, lots of iron. So made, made a couple meals that were, you know, you know, kind of took care of you that way, made some good meals that way. And I think what was, what was the first one we had? It was, um, it was like steak and like sweet potatoes and like all this stuff and Brussels sprouts. And I was just like, how can I make this good? Like, <laughs> you know, did all these like demi glazes and stuff. And then, you know, the other one was what lamb and something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. This last week, um, or not this last week, this last month when I was on my cycle, your thoughtfulness almost made me cry, which is like, hi, I'm an empath. Um, <laughs> but when I came to your house on my cycle, I was met with the most love and adoration. You cooked me a beautiful dinner. Mm. Um, you had flowers for me. Yeah. And you offered to massage me. And I remember thinking, is this a joke? Where's, where's Ashton Kushner? Are we getting home? <laughs> yes, I did think that. I was ready for him to hop out in any moment. Um, and it was just the most beautiful expression of the divine masculine that I think I've ever witnessed. And then when I, I literally asked you, how did you know that, you know, an iron rich food would be so nourishing? And then, you know, you were like, well, I Googled it. That again, it was so funny, but it showed me how important this was to you, that you wanted to do it the right way, that you wanted to understand what a woman truly needs during her cycle. And I still, like, I could cry right now thinking about it. Only happy tears. <laughs> so thank you for always being so thoughtful. And this is the kind of information that I wish men knew about, that um, maybe they don't have to do anything over the top, but it's those little thoughtful or considerate moments that make us as the feminine feel so loved and respected and really seen. Hmm. Of course. I mean, who, who wouldn't that absolutely loves you? Who wouldn't take the time, the effort to what Google something? I mean, come on. Well, for the record, I've never experienced anything like that. So <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's probably like the lowest bar you could set. I mean, that's like, we do more for like bar bets and stuff, you know, like, oh, what are you gonna, like, I bet you this. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna Google that. We'll find out who's right. But I mean, being able to do that, do a little bit of research, you know, pick up on those cues from you and, 
you know, from just taking a little bit of time to just, you know, watch, observe, and listen. It's, it's really the very least I could do. I think uh, many uh, many people are wondering if you have any brothers. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, they're both taken. Dang it. Yeah, well, sorry, you're out of luck. <laughs> Someone asked us to share what our favorite things are about each other. Oh, put me on the spot. For yeah, this for one. the record, Robert did not see any of these questions ahead of time. Mm. So, <laughs> do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Yeah, you, sh- first you should go first. Talk? I thought. Okay. <laughs> Um, so my favorite things about you, um, I'm going to be fairly vague, like generalizing. We can get into specifics in just a little bit, but um, just how intelligent you are, um, how intelligent, how funny you are, um, how absolutely stunningly gorgeous you are. And um, well, other other things as well, but... Um, this is a family-friendly no, no, podcast. Watch what I say. <clears throat> but... Your, your humor, your intelligence, your personality, your character, just how loving and affectionate you are. I absolutely love those things about you. Um, <clears throat> trying to not cry right now, so... Um, whoa. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, your turn. Pony up, come on. <laughs> Pony up. <laughs> what do I love about you? Mm. I love that you bring out the best qualities in me. You inspire me to be a better person. You are the most kind, thoughtful, genuine person that I've ever known. You would give the shirt off your back to anyone that you love, to anyone in need. You go above and beyond constantly to make sure that we are in a good place. Oh, let me just throw this in here. Okay, for relationships you are the one when i first met you you asked us to carve out a day every single week Mm -hmm. for a relationship check-in and the first time you said it again i thought you were joking because who says that but you weren't and so every single sunday Mm -hmm. we sit down with each other and check in and ask what's worked well in the last week what didn't what we could have done better i mean so far we've done really good Mm -hmm. um but I think that shows me the, the depth in which you're committed to this mm-hmm. and that you do want to ensure communication is always open and give this as much longevity as possible. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's essential to just communicate. Like every, every relationship at some point is, it boils down to communication. And whether the, the relationship succeeded, succeeds or fails, I think it would have to do with communication. Um, so when when I suggested that it was, it was really from a place of, Hey, I see this happening all the time. Things fester up, things boil, you know, boil to the surface that haven't been taken care of. Not only that, there's, there's very little appreciation. You know, this is something we didn't do on our last one, but you know, taking time to say, you know, what we appreciate about each Mm. other and what we, what we really like. And we still have to come up with a really good name. I don't think rainbow kitten surprise is going to work. Because that's taken. It's taken. It's a band name. But, you know, we got to find something. <laughs> something cool. Something awesome. We get like patches made or something. Mm. It's like a club. Mm-hmm. A big banner or something. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Letterman jackets. <laughs> that we only wear during this <laughs> this one time every Sunday. It's either that or mugs, huh? Or mugs. Both. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> now you know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> no, I know what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait a while. Sorry, good things take time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also think you are the most incredibly handsome man in the entire world. Don't look at me like that. It's true. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sure you like browsing through like the Sears catalog or anything, but I am average at best. Mm, I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) But I appreciate that you're humble. Um, And I love how creative you are. You're such an amazing artist. And um, a few weeks ago, we got to go on a trip to Zion and Bryce Canyon, and it was life-changing, and it was really uh, magical, Mm -hmm. to say the least, with you. We had so much fun being spontaneous and wild and unleashed. Swimming in rivers. Oh, the best. You know, disobeying the man. (laughs) We did did fight the man, yes. Police. (laughs) And... Um, on that trip, you had brought a little watercolor painting set for me because I told you I had always wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. And you being the thoughtful, extraordinary man that you are, you whip out, um, a watercolor paint kit and paper just because you knew. Yeah. You wanted to try it. That's extraordinary to me. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) So I love everything about you. Thank you. That's okay. That's a bit of a okay. Everything. Oh, all right. Well, well I cop, mean, cop except out. a few things. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there's this, this, and this, and then. <sighs> no jokes aside, mm. I really admire you, and I'm I'm really grateful. I shared this um, on my Facebook to just like my personal friends and family that I'm not sure what I did exactly to manifest someone of your caliber, but I am grateful. I think it works both ways too. Like, there's no way. It's got to be witchcraft. I'm still sticking with witchcraft. There's got to be witchcraft involved. There's no way. He thinks that I somehow like hexed him or something. No. Or is hexed bad? I, you know, it's something, some type of witchcraft. I did something to make you fall in love with me. Exactly. Mm. No, it's not that. It's that I don't know. There, you were created in a lab or something, or I made you on a computer. I don't know. It's like some some '80s movie all over. Like Gremlins? No, like, um, <laughs> what is the movie? I'll think of the movie after we're done, but uh, Cool Science or something. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. <clears throat> it's another one we'll to put on the list. Mm. <laughs> so I was created in a lab. This is really romantic. <laughs> Got to a bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. What was the moment when you knew that you wanted to be together and create something really special together? Uh, second date. It was our second date. We were out at a beautiful restaurant. Pretty much had the entire place to ourselves. Just talk as when, and you know, we had that that one waiter. Your bromance. My bromance <laughs> made made the best drinks. <laughs> Took care of us, man. Um, so we had that that night, and it was just magical. And I cannot say enough about how just perfect that night was. But it was it was at that night. It was like this is the girl. This is it. The girl? Mm-hmm. Yep. Delete. The girl. Yeah. So you thought in that moment that I was your person. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was early. It was pretty early. You're a smart one. <laughs> I feel like Universe was giving some like hardcore clues. Oh, yeah? Like what kind of clues? Yeah. What breadcrumbs were there? Oh, there there were a lot. And there was like, you know, the, the places that we had worked that we had just yes. missed each other. Yes. Like by like a year or two. It's true. Never mm-hmm. met. You know, like there's like four of those. Three or four. Lots of places where we could have met, but the timing was slightly off. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know each other. Um, but yeah, just missed each other. 
um, just like you, your passion, your drive, some of the things that you liked, um, like your your spiritual outlook on things mm. is unique and it's very similar to mine. Mm. Um, but also, um, but also the, like a lot of the just the way that we interacted. Yeah, yeah. I think at least for me, chemistry is the most important thing when I meet someone. Mm-hmm. And the moment I met you, our conversation flowed. Mm-hmm. And our humor was so on par, which is why we have so much fun together and why we make a scene often. Act, act like children all over the place. But that's so nourishing, you know, like as adults and at least I feel like I can be so serious and I can be so business minded. And so to have someone in my life that encourages me to chill out mm-hmm. and to have fun, to prioritize play. It's nice. I don't have to be a badass all the time and I can relax. It's kind of nice. I'm saying that, yeah, that's what I was trying to say, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how that was the day you knew. Mm-hmm. That night. That night. Mm. And it's it's only gotten better or worse. I'm gonna say better. It's only gotten better since then. You know what I mean. Don't give me that look. You know what I mean. It's definitely gotten worse since then, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a nice ending point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and well, this is over. <laughs> we'll let you know if we make it to Christmas. Oh. Just kidding. Let you know how the mug is. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> when you think of dating and being a, a high quality man, what advice would you give to any man? Your face looks so surprised right now. <laughs> well, the advice I'd probably get is don't think of yourself as a high quality man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe they are, though. Uh, well, they probably, if they think that, they're probably not. Mm. Just saying. Because mm. I am definitely not. But um, the, the only thing I could say is, you know, if, if you're going to take the time, you're going to love someone, you're going to, you know, be in a relationship, you really have to put them first. You got to take care of yourself, but you have to put them first in that relationship. Hmm. Think about them, care about them, just do the small things. And don't be afraid to exert yourself or be afraid to put yourself out there and take care of them. I think a lot of people are afraid of, you know, being vulnerable and being, you know, scared or, you know, fessing up to things that, you know, frighten them. So it's it's just that vulnerability and that willingness to go out of your way. Mm-hmm. I think like many teachers say, give more than you expect to receive. Mm. And I think that's a really natural quality between us where we really enjoy mm. doing little things for each other, yeah. not expecting anything in return, but that's what keeps the momentum flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us are just sitting there waiting for the other person to no. fix us or make us happy or whatever. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that's your advice. To all the fellows. I'm, I'm sure if I wasn't caught on the spot, I could think of something eloquent and like poetic, but... That I, was pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't. <laughs> it's kind of my job. <laughs> giving advice to people who don't want it. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much spot on, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, just, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people are, and this is, you know, opinion, so boxy, but yeah. a lot of people are pretty, you know focused on what can this person give me? What can this person bring to my life or add to my, 
you know, my life that I don't already have. And that's why a lot of, especially men, you grow up in these circles and, you know, they're kind of caustic and it's, it's a lot of what can this woman do for me that I can't do for myself. And, and a lot of the time it's, it's very objectified. It's very caustic. It's very, um, what emotionally and, you know, um, mentally abusive. Mm. It's just, and, and that is absolutely not right. Yeah. So instead of thinking that way, it's, you know, what can I do to take care of her? What can I do to provide for her, make her happy, make her day? Mm. And just, you know, one thing at a time. I really hope that at some point you do some form of men's work because th- these are the kind of voices that we need in the world and to encourage anyone dating or anyone in any capacity to show up with a, a willingness to support, empower, love one another versus wait for someone else to do something for them. That's pretty refreshing. Yeah. I, that stuff, it's all stuff I've grown up with and kind of seen growing up in, you know, in a very male centric environment and, you know, having two older brothers and, you know, having a dad who was, you know, pretty hard guy and like really tough. So growing up seeing that and I, I kind of got to the point where I was like, I don't really like this. I don't, I don't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to just treat somebody like they're an object or their property. It just, it, you know, and a lot of people kind of still view it that way. And you're right. Many people so, do, yeah. Yeah, and it needs to come, like, things need to come out of that. And somebody needs to come alongside them and kind of show them, hey, listen, this isn't this isn't the way to do it. Let me, let me show you a better way. Exactly. And then when they know better, they can do better. Yeah. I don't know that I'm the, I don't know that I'm the right voice for that. <laughs> but it is definitely something I'm, I'm passionate about and have been for a long time. Maybe you should just start your own podcast. Oh, really? I know this person that, like, has all this equipment. Uh Uh-huh. She's really nice. Just, you know, block out some time. Maybe she can pencil me in sometime. I don't know if you can afford her, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how this is going to go. I see. I see. (laughs) Hmm. If you think we should do a part two to this conversation, or if you have questions about relationships, dating your cycles, anything like that. We would be so intrigued to hear them. You can find me on Instagram at Menstruation Queen. Send me a DM if you have a question and maybe, just maybe, we might invite Robert back onto the podcast. I didn't agree to a part two. You don't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. There's no force here. (laughs) All right, my friends. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.